0: Uh, I am certified as a personal trainer. I got certified four years ago, but haven't had much time to use that in my current position. Um, But really for me, personally, the Bible study has been the most important part for me. Um, The instructor training has also been very good. Fitness is a great opportunity to pull men and people in, and then working with them on physical things tends to open people up um, to looking at other things in their lives and just opens up some different kinds of opportunities to go deeper into people's spiritual lives and beliefs uh, beyond just the physical aspect of their training. I think the biggest struggle I see with men with fitness is not that they're not willing to do it, but that it becomes an idol to them, it becomes their identity, it becomes how they define themselves and how they they feel about themselves. And so that can work for a while, but when people really begin to struggle and find that that's not enough for them, there could be opportunities to, to go a lot deeper with men that need to hear this.
1: everyone and welcome to another episode of the Revelation Wellness Podcast. My name is Elisa Keaton and you just heard Rick from Colorado. I love what he had to share about instructor training, why he became an instructor, and mostly his heart to see that it's a door, an opportunity to talk about something bigger than just their body. It really is about connection, relationship, connecting people back to themselves, back to the God who made them, and in community with others. I just love it. So if you are thinking about instructor training, when you're hearing my voice, we're making this live on a Friday, on a Thursday um, evening. We have about nine or 10 days left to join the Monday class and 13 for the Thursday. It is go time. We hope this encourages you. Don't wait. The teaching that I'm bringing to you as well, I think is gonna stir up any heart's desire you have to really enter into the conversation, the common vernacular, what people are searching and going after, As they're hoping to lose weight, feel better, look better, all those things. So today we're going to talk about fasting. This is a Facebook Live I just recorded earlier today. We hurried up and turned it around, stripped it so that you guys would get the audio. You podcast listeners would get the audio. If you want the visuals, uh, want to see the video, you can just click on the show notes. If you are in our free seven-day detox, if you've ever done that, we will be sending it to you automatically. So you can save it, watch it at your own time. Um, But really, we just, again, want to have the bigger conversation with you that you would not get so small in the thinking as you're pursuing the things of the body or things that we can touch, taste, see, hear, feel so that you are free to become everything that God created you to be. So I'm not going to go into any more details, five do's and don'ts of fasting. I hope you enjoy this episode. Would you share it with someone? Would you copy the link right now and share it with someone who has yet to listen to the revelation wellness podcast i would love to know who they are tag them come over and find me on instagram let's hang out together and learn more okay it's crazy around here. It's a thursday night i gotta go peace facebook live i think we're live we're always like are we live <laughs> dana's face behind the camera is like <laughs> what we might be Hey everyone, my name is Elisa Keaton, the founder of Revelation Wellness. We should be dropping into your Facebook page right now as we're going live through our live stream channel. And um, I'm the founder of Revelation Wellness and the author of this book called The Wellness Revelation. And we are going to be talking about fasting today. The five do's and don'ts of fasting. Uh, We cover fasting in this book, so this is something that is near and dear to my heart. And also, um, something that we teach our Revelation Wellness instructors, we also train up people to take this message of health, wholeness, healing, mind, body, soul, and spirit out into the world. Wherever there are people who have bodies that maybe have aches, pains, or dreams or desires inside those bodies, those instructors go out and meet people in those needs. So we trained today to, like I said, around 1,500 around the world, and right now in the world of fitness and wellness, you will hear the hot topic word fasting, especially intermittent fasting. So if you are coming in, tell us where you are today, and maybe give us a little raise the hand if you have a fasting question, or if you have done it. Maybe you are doing intermittent fasting, and that's cool with us. We're not here to tell you bad news. All we want to do is make sure that you're aware of everything that you keep a really good perspective about something so powerful as fasting. All right, so make sure you tell us where you're at, raise your hand if you've done some fasting, and if you have any questions, Dana will be looking at some. If we miss some, we'll come back later and uh, check out in this feed. So this is live right now if you're a revelation wellness tv revwell tv subscriber you that's our monthly partnership where your people get workouts and teachings and accountability and challenge groups every month we're also going to drop this back there we'll have more conversation back there regarding this so that's also kind of some behind the scenes for you guys okay well i want to jump right in are they coming in dana they're showing up okay cool awesome and if you're in platoon 22 because we are enrolling right now for instructor training our 22 brigade, this is our group of 22 instructors, not 22, it's the number 22, will be over 100 instructors or so coming through this training and you have about a week left, so if you're thinking about it, what I talk about today stirs up some stuff in you because we don't do surface stuff around here. We don't, we always want to question a little bit as to the why of whatever it is we're doing because there's a lot of good things in fitness, wellness. I'm a 27-year fitness professional, I have seen the trends, I've enjoyed them, I've been in the the culture for so long, I love it, this is my my jam, these are my people, and I just wanna always keep a bigger perspective about it, because if we don't, it can become something that um, feels not as enjoyable as maybe as it once did, we lose our joy about it, we feel like, you know, it almost becomes routine, and then we're dead in it. So we just wanna bring you fully alive in your mind, in your heart, so that you're enjoying whatever it is you're called to in fitness and wellness. And fasting is a fabulous tool for sure, for sure, for your whole self. So Platoon 22 is enrolling right now. If you're in it, let us know. You can say Platoon 22. Or if you're Platoon, I'm having fun lately finding out there's like people that are like Platoon 2 or 5 or way back when. So give us a shout out of your number because it just we want to salute you. Okay, so let's, let's jump right in. First of all, fasting, let's define what fasting is. This is the dictionary uh, term of what fasting is and it is the willing abstinence or reduction from some or all food, drink, or both. There's one word that pops out there, the willing, (laughs) the willing reduction. You wanna have the willingness to abstain from something. A lot of people will go on a fast right now because they're willing if it means they're going to drop weight or gain some type of physical benefit. So the willingness is a key word. You can't, uh, you can't force me to go on a fast unless you put me behind bars and don't feed me food or water, right? We all have the freedom to eat all the time so a willingness about what we're doing that's super important that's why we encourage you pay attention to your life pay attention to your heart pay attention to what you're feeling because it's it's carving out the will of your life so what am i willing to do willingness it think about it if you have a kid and he you ask him to do something go clean his room don't we love it when they're willing A <laughs> well, will is a beautiful thing when it's in line with something that will benefit so willingness is all about fasting. I have to will myself into a fast. And here's the truth for me. I don't know about you, but that doesn't always sound fun, right? The Like I'm willing not to eat or drink. That is the opposite of what I wanna do. I often look forward to whatever it is in my day that helps keep my energy up. My, um, my taste buds might be um, satisfied in that movement. So I enjoy food or drink and we should all have a level of enjoyment with food or drink. So to not have it, you know that there's got to be something greater that you're willing for to say, I'm going to pull back on not having food or drink. And again, fasting can also be fasting, social media, fasting, taking a break from anything willingly. Okay. Now here's the truth. Everyone fasts. Every one of us fasts every day, every day. It's considered a fast from eight to 12 hours of not having food. Anywhere you haven't eaten for eight to 12 hours, your body's already going into a fasting mode. And we're gonna talk more about what happens during fasting mode, because that's why all this trend and research is coming out about the beauty and the benefits of fasting. So from every 8 to 12 hours, you're already fasting. Everyone does it unless you find yourself, and I have had clients who get up in the middle of the night and eat not even knowing they're eating. It's like they're, they're going for comfort. They will um, sleep eat in a sense and barely remember the next day. I mean, this is, we're talking about when people have extreme or, um, uh, eating uh, disorders in some way. So I'm not saying that we all do it. Some people you're still struggling in that pattern. And so we are grateful you're here, and we're providing hope for you. I promise you do not have to live a life like that. But the majority of us, 8 to 12 hours, we're always fasting. The other thing you have probably fasted if you've ever had a blood test done, right? If you're taking blood tests, they say, don't eat or drink, age 12 hours or however long. Well, why do they do that? That's a key indicator, too, because we're talking about the blood. Our blood carries around the chemistry of who I am. If my iron is high or my B12s are low, um, my hormones, it will help me regulate and find out how much uh, stress am am I holding. Cortisol levels, that's why we do blood tests. We can check hormone levels and chemistry of vitamins, minerals, and finding out what's really going on, which is, I could just go on a whole nother tangent about the power of blood. It's everything. Our life is found in the blood. So blood tests will have you fast. So that way, what they're trying to get is a baseline of your blood levels. Because all day long, I'm playing with my blood level. All day long, I'm, I'm, whether even I'm hydrated. If I have water in me, it'll affect the consistency of my blood. This is why if you feel lethargic or tired, drink some water. You might be just, it's like the difference between having motor oil as for blood rather than a, a fluid of liquid running for blood so when i take a fast for a blood test i'm able to then they're able to see like true baseline of what's going on in my body void of me manipulating it or changing it with what i eat or what i drink if i have alcohol or tea or whatever all that gets gets assimilated in my blood so you'll take often that for um, a blood test you have to fast baseline we'll come back to that in a second the second thing you would often fast for if you're going to have a surgery <laughs> They'll say no eating or drinking. That's why they do most surgeries in the morning because people are like, I'm hungry. How long do you expect me to fast? And that's more for the fact that you're going to be under anesthesia. And if you have food in your system, I mean, the body is like so beautiful and works for us, you guys. Let's all just say that. My body is for me. That's why we often approach fasting or these disciplines or these trends to like try and make our body, you know, shape up when really the body's trying to do it. We're the ones who kind of get in the way with our own stress, our own comfort eating, or whatever we do. So when we have surgery, we're trying to quiet the digestive system so that when you have anesthesia, that you wouldn't, um, you know, get caught. There wouldn't be any food coming up, and you wouldn't aspirate the food, or no stomach issues or anything like that. So it's more about the anesthesia. So again, I probably a lot of you have fasted in some way. Now again, I ask you, did you enjoy it? <laughs> It's not, it's always kind of, it feels grindy if to not eat for a day or a certain amount of time or to not do my usual routine, it should rub up against something uh, that, I, that it feels selfish to me. Like I want what I want, but to abstain from something is getting at a bigger issue. Let me just say that right there. Okay, so the physical benefits of fasting. I'm just laying the groundwork so you understand why fasting, what it does, and then we'll go to those do's and don'ts. The physical benefits of fasting, they are there. I cannot deny that there is a benefit to fasting, back to the blood. So when you fast, your insulin levels drop. Remember we talked about hormones, insulin, hormones. If I have a lot of sugar or high insulin levels, that will affect my, um, the levels that release my, that the sugar gets um, metabolized in my body. Um, I need that to be level and baseline. So when I fast, my insulin levels drop. We don't want high insulin. High insulin backs up the whole body's metabolic process and then our liver is working over time, our kidneys working over time. That's how we get diabetes because insulin levels are high so people have to take medication to try and calm them down. So fasting is a great way for the body, again, to reset back to baseline. What I like to call shalom or peace, original design. It was designed good. Your body was designed really good. There's been things in life that have come against it, stress, uh, pain, adversity, and our body holds it. That's why we are Revelation Mamas, because the body holds the story. So we want to heal from all of that. So when we lower insulin levels, that's good. The body inflammation can go down. We can... um, feel less um, achy or pains, lethargic, and all that kind of goes down. So that's the beauty of when we fast, insulin levels drop. Uh, Human growth hormone goes up. So I'm not going to get into the details of some of these, but human growth hormone is great. It's good stuff. That's why we're seeing a lot of stuff for anti-aging with human growth hormone. Again, the body is trying to build us up. The body says, I can reset, I can reestablish a healthy baseline, give me a second to do that. So that's what a fasting moment will do, the human growth hormone goes up higher. Um, we also will have our cellular repair, so any 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 cellular damage from uh, overdoses or medications, again, stress, the cells hold so much energy of who we are and our free radicals, uh, bad environment, air pollution, Um, just waves from our phones. All this stuff starts to break down the cells. And listen, we're all gonna break down, but we can help kind of mitigate how fast that happens. So fasting increases cell repair. It's so crazy, right? So it's actually saying, I think I'm helping myself with food and all these things, but sometimes a fast can just really reset in a way that you trying the next pill or supplement or something else keep feeding our bodies more stuff to go, no, let's reset. And then finally, it also helps our own gene expression. Really, that's just a fancy way of saying your DNA will do what your DNA was meant to do. Again, we're taking stuff in all day long, not just food. Thoughts, feelings, all of that energy, all of that type of, and that's really what food is. Food is an energy exchange. Putting food in breaks it down, I now have energy. That's why, if I eat a lot of sugar, I'll get immediate energy, but I'll get a backlash of bad energy because it can't sustain. So, gene repair or gene expression allows your body to go, What's really true about my DNA? My DNA when I fast. So, it really is a tool to get back to the true you. If you could hear about that, okay? Hear it that way. So, there's, there's the benefits. Can't deny it. There are benefits, and that's why the fitness and wellness world has picked up on, hey, we could use that to help people with weight loss. So I'm going, to trans- I'm going to go now into intermittent fasting and weight loss. The reason it works for weight loss, well, one is pretty obvious, is less calorie intake. So intermittent fasting can look like a lot of ways. Some people will do a day of fasting, two days eating, another day of fasting. Some people will do intermittent fasting where they fast from seven o'clock at night until seven in the next morning or whatever. And honestly, that's kind of, to me is a healthy, I like to give my body a good 12 hours to rest between food, but I don't like live or die by it, but I, I don't wanna eat really late. So again, that's a healthy pattern for me, but a whole day of fasting, I'm gonna feel it. <laughs> My team's gonna feel it. I'll be a little short, a little foggy. My hands will get cold, my feet get cold. It's not a, a process to go through. But then as you fast too, you almost begin to reach this height. This, it's, it's hard to start, but then once you get about one day or maybe two or three days in, you almost aren't hungry anymore and you get mental clarity. Again, because your body is establishing baseline. It's getting a minute to breathe and reset. Weight loss happens because you're taking in fewer calories. That's the most obvious thing. So right now, um, again, the common one tends to be, don't eat for one day, then you eat two or three days, and then another fasting day. And so it's kind of like up, down, up, down. Hmm, <clears throat> We'll come back to that. Your metabolism increases at first when you fast. So here's what you need to think about. Um, the calorie intake goes down. And it allows us to flex that baseline a little bit because calorie intake down, my blood insulin uh, level is lowering, my HGH is growing, cellular repair is happening, and now I'm kind of flexing in that zone of like, I don't usually go there. So metabolism increases for a while, but then it will start to decrease, which is actually the point where you're actually going, I'm not really hungry anymore. I feel pretty good. You go, all right, I'm getting, you're actually now starting to move into kind of a lull. The metabolism is sleeping some, which isn't a bad thing. But here's my charge to you all is we're not meant to live in the lull. So a lot of people go, okay, I felt good when I got over that hump. Well, then I can go a little bit longer and a little bit longer. We're meant to, to nourish ourselves and to, to care and have the energy to go back out into the world, not to continually live in a state of fasting. So although the metabolism goes high initially, it will then go low. So the scary thing to me about people that are intermittent fasting, because they're using it as weight loss, it will boomerang eventually. If it's the thing that you're doing, the bigger concern is I can't stay on that lifestyle the rest of my life. Are you going to stay on the lifestyle the rest of your life? Before you start anything that you're going, I, I just want to feel better. I want to help my body. And we're saying there's power there. But can I sustain this in the season I'm in and for the rest of my life? Um, intermittent fasting can hook you in the sense of you lose the weight. Then you have to whatever. What's What's the word? However you lose it is how you have to maintain it. However you lose it is how you have to maintain it. So that's why we always come back to, let's just get well. Using it for fasting for spiritual benefits are eternal. Like you'll get so much greater return on that. So now I'm gonna flip over to kind of asking you to think about this in a different perspective. Instead of going, yes, I'm doing it to lose weight. Yes, I'm doing it to get a baseline. Yes, I'm doing it to get healthy. Okay, great. I just don't want anyone to get taken captive by something that was meant for so much more. Fasting is a spiritual discipline that was used long before fitness or wellness came along, long before the doctors even realized the benefits of it. It was something ancient and used in all religions, all faith systems to draw closer to God. That's the root of fasting. There wasn't a doctor in the ancient days saying, you know, you should stop eating. It was this way of denying self a willingness to go, I need to seek something greater, something greater for me than whatever it is. Biblically, fasting was used. Um, Jesus fasted 40 days we know when he started his ministry there was a way of empowering himself that that was a way of strengthening himself in the Lord strengthening himself for his ministry then he comes out of the fast and he is um, on to his ministry he's baptized by the Holy Spirit into fasting for 40 days it prepares us for something greater Uh, kings would fast when they went to war. All religions would do this in some way. They would fast before war. We know biblically Daniel fasted. If you've ever done the Daniel fast, that Daniel denied himself of the food that the king was offering, the king of a enemy nation who wanted him to kind of come into the fold. And Daniel said, no, I'm going to abstain from that rich meat. God will sustain us. We'll just have vegetables and water. And he shone like different. In 10 days, they all look completely different. So David used it to kind of say, I'm, I'm, I'm going to strengthen myself in the Lord. David fasted, David, Daniel fasted again with King Nebuchadnezzar. David fasted when he sinned, when he sinned with Bathsheba and had, um, he had, um, had relationships with uh, Bathsheba and although she was married and then they have a baby and then that baby dies and he's fasting and weeping and mourning. Fasting has always been a tradition of turning our heart towards something greater and for us in the faith of following after Christ It's this Christ relationship that we want to to look more like and we want to know his ways and know his thoughts and grow in that Relationship it doesn't mean I can't render some physical benefits. I do because God is a God of one So when I do something to grow spiritually, it will affect also my physical self. Because remember, the physical is going (laughs) to die. Everything that's wasting away, but I'm created for something eternal. So fasting is this powerful tool that long before we were using it for weight loss or six-pack abs, it was created to draw closer to God always. So as you consider what fasting looks like in your life, don't ever lose sight of that. Otherwise, I can guarantee you fasting can become something that loses its power in what it was meant for, this true nature, kind of seeking the God who created them, a spiritualness to you, uh, 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 something greater, why you have dreams, why you have hope, why you have things, it's the, not the physical matter. This stuff is dying away. And then you benefit as you seek first the kingdom, Matthew 6, 33, seek first the kingdom of God, seek first the presence of God. Fast for that, and all these other things can be straightened out and added to you. Okay, so let's talk about, um, I said willingness. Remember, Jesus was willing to fast, this willingness to get something stronger on the inside. And I love that all the world faiths have some form of fasting that they talk about, a lot of world faiths fast. But remember, Jesus is the one, Christianity is the one faith where we go, where it's the only one that says, we can't ascend to God. I can't clean myself up to God. I can't take 12 steps to God. All other world faiths, you, you grow closer to God by doing this, doing that, doing this, doing that. You ascend by works. And Jesus is the one who humbles himself and comes down and says, you cannot ascend to me. You cannot save yourself. I put on flesh. Jesus fasts for 40 days and then comes after the heart of all his people. Because although you really want weight loss and you want all these things, and I'm not saying those aren't good things because some people you really do would be helpful to lose some weight so that you feel better in your knees, and your back, and can have the energy. But before you make it about that, you have to go and look at something greater. It's that God is redeeming and restoring and saving you from whatever it is that drives you to do the things you don't want to do. And that's what fasting truly, truly has power and benefit for. Okay. Isaiah 58.3, the Bible talks about fasting. Again, I'm talking within Christianity. You could probably look it up in all the other religions, but I love the Jesus story because he humbles himself to me, so that I can have the strength to humble myself to him. And those who are humble get raised up. You go low, you willingness willingness takes you high. Isaiah 58.3 says why have we fasted and you see it not this is the people going god we've been fasting why haven't you seen it why have we humbled ourselves and you take no knowledge of it behold the day of your fat behold in the day of your fast you seek your own pleasures this is god speaking back in the day of your fast you seek your own pleasures and oppress all your workers so god's kind of calling them out on your fasting just to get what you want so that's Selah, think about it for a moment. Why are you fasting? i trying to get what I want. What is, it that I, what is it that I want? So you keep asking the bigger question. In verse 6, God is speaking back to the people through the prophet Isaiah. Is not this the fast that I choose? To loose the bonds of wickedness. To undo the straps of the yoke. To let the oppressed go free. To break every yoke. Do we get out? This is a very powerful. This is where my heart goes, Ah okay fitness world running about talking about fasting and this and that i'm like i get a little like fiery because it belongs to the god it belongs to the lord who made all these good things but we kind of take the good thing and go we're not interested in the god thing we want the good thing we don't want the god thing and when we make good things our god things we're in bondage (laughs) every time every time Anytime we make a good thing our God thing, we now have an idol. Idols oppress, idols break. And then idols also leave us feeling very shamed and condemned and hopeless. Where God's going, I've always wanted to break you free of that. Verse seven, is it not to share the bread with the hungry? This is why he's saying, this is why I want you to fast. Is it not to share your bread with the hungry? Bring the homeless poor into your house. And when you see the naked to cover him, and not to hide yourself from your own flesh. Mm, Not to hide yourself from your own flesh. Verse 8, Then, when you fast like this, then your light will break forth like the dawn, and your healing shall spring up speedily. Your healing shall spring. Again, this is where it works. Fasting, there's all kinds of healing that happens physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually. Baseline happens. Your righteousness shall go before you and the glory of the Lord shall be your rear guard. Fasting is all about humbling ourselves before God to break the yokes that weigh us down to hang our heads in defeat. We are meant to go higher in love. This is what God's trying to do. He's trying to break those yokes that keep us looking at our bellies and disgust in our bodies or worried about things of the earth. And he goes, come higher. Come higher. Lift your head, you're made for love, and a fast is meant to take us to a higher place where we're connected to the one who made us in love for love. Okay, so I'll wrap it up with this, the five do's and don'ts. If you're considering a fast, I hope you're hearing me say, I'm not saying fasting is bad. And you might try a a season of intermittent fasting, but what I beg of you, so that you would really enjoy it and become more of who you were created to be is that you seek first. This is a spiritual discipline I'm, I'm going after first. I'm gonna use intermittent fasting. I'm, gonna, I'll, 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 I'm not gonna lose sight of what this thing was always created for. To grow me in love and to break off yokes of selfishness, pride, me thinking so that I can be about love for others. So the first thing you wanna do is get your head up and get a bigger perspective. If you're gonna fast, the first thing you gotta get your head up. If you've made it because your friend did it and it worked for them, and so you're just gonna try it and not even stop to think, what is this about for me and for us and for you, for all of us? What would love? What is love trying to do? Because that's the bigger thing we're created for. This is what Jesus is. Isaiah is saying, you know, this is why I a fast, that you would break the yokes, that you would share your bread with the hungry, that you would clothe the homeless, that you would be more available for love. That's the do. Get your head up, get a bigger perspective. The second thing, remember you're a whole person. <laughs> if you're going to fast, fast as a whole person. Fast with your heart with your soul, with your mind, and with your strength. Fast as a whole person. Don't just do this as your fitness thing over here, and then you go and you do work over here. You've got to come as a whole person to that fast. The third thing you want to do when you're going to fast, know your why. Know why am I fasting? Again, bigger perspective. I'm just saying make it about love. If it's not about increasing love in you, love through you, and love for others, you probably shouldn't be doing a fast then you're just doing it out of fear and those again those will flip and you're in in bondage feeling hopeless they only work for a short, short amount of time fix your eyes on love it's a bigger perspective remember you're a whole person person and know your why is this am i doing this just for six-pack abs or am i doing this just to lose a number on the scale that's temporal what's an eternal thing what's my why is it to break an addiction, to break a pattern, to break some type of stronghold in your life, that is a powerful, powerful reason to fast. The fourth reason to do fast, humble yourself. Expect to learn something about yourself. And maybe something you don't really like about, like truth comes. And that comes when you humble yourself, you're turning to the Word of God. Read the Word of God in a fast, and you're actually you're activating that holistic expression of what a fast is supposed to do. Humble yourself. Read the word of God. Ask God to read you. Make it about something more than just you. Humble yourself. The fifth thing to do is know when pride has taken the wheel. Know when you're like thinking about how strong or how skinny you're feeling or Um, How great you're doing and how I'm really not that hungry or you're kind of now you're gone from that humbling that Humility space you want to keep a very humble heart in fasting you guys This is why eating disorders happen I promise you it just feels good not to eat and if your mind loses sight of what it's really about Then you become your own control vessel and you are again Eventually in some type of bondage, so that's my biggest thing. I just don't want to see anyone playing with such a powerful tool in a way that it becomes void. Then when you really want the tool for spiritual discipline, it it won't have that, it kind of loses its power because it's been something you've used for other things. Can't mean God can't restore it or redeem it. It just can um, steal from you. Okay, now, those are your five do's. Here's your five don'ts. Don't do it just for weight loss. We just end it right there i could just start and said don't just do it for weight loss don't do it just for weight loss you will go round and round and you will have to find the next thing to do <laughs> it will only it'll it'll get you some weight loss for a little bit again because lower calories and the blood levels are changing and but metabolism spikes then it falls you'll get yourself into a hole so don't just do it for weight loss the second thing don't do Don't think that while you're in a a fast that you can manipulate or strong arm God. So this kind of goes in that spiritual, don't think you can manipulate, like look at, again, this goes back to pride. Me, me, me. Don't, if you fast with pride, it will become a bondage situation. It will become uh, not productive at all and actually quite painful. The third thing that you don't do is don't expect this to be a lifestyle. You can't expect fasting to be your intermittent fasting to be your lifestyle. For me personally, I honestly I hold fasting in a very reverent place. I'm not, again, I'm not one to sign- Oh, I love fasting. I don't. It's really tough for me. But I don't say I won't do it, and I keep my ear open for times like. David or when it's a time of repentance or it's a time of it's a deep seeking of the Lord if I'm trying to break some stronghold or bondage off of me or another in my family it's just this deep weeping I'm seeking God I don't care if I don't eat I just need God that's what I reserve it for and it holds a special beautiful place it's like the fine china and the fine vessels (laughs) you're not supposed to just use it for common purposes So don't expect this to be a lifestyle. The fourth thing, don't fall into bondage. And here's how you know you're falling into bondage. Tim Keller has a quote, again, bondage has to do with idols, making good things God things. Whenever we make a good thing a God thing, we have an idol. And Tim Keller says that you know an idol is present because it consumes you while you pursue that thing. You're consumed by it. You're thinking about not eating constantly. You're thinking about when can I eat next constantly, right? It consumes you as you pursue it. It disappoints you when you get it and it'll devastate you when you lose it. So if fasting's working for a while but then it stops working, you're gonna feel devastated. Now what, now what do I do? So don't fall into bondage. Notice it's the humility has to be there. There is no fasting without humility. You're just on a diet. There's no fasting without humility. And then the fifth thing, don't forget your joy. Keep joy. Jesus talks about in the in the New Testament that people, the the religious people, are fasting and they're like trying to show how how religious they are by how hard it's been. And he's like, man, wash your face, (laughs) keep your joy up. Like this is not a this is not a bad thing. Keep yourself in a state of joy. Now, joy isn't happiness. Joy is a certainty that God is doing something. That's a humble place that I can know God. I don't know what's going on. But I know you're in charge. I know that you are over this. And that gives me a joy, a certainty that God is in control. All right, you guys. I hope that blessed you. Did they have any questions, Dana? No questions. Love it. Love it. Love it. Well, that's good. You guys, I'm so glad. Again, this book, we talk about fasting. This is an eight-week journey into losing what weighs you down so you can love god yourself and others if you want to learn more about you know the whole thing food holistic lifestyle approach this book our free seven day detox if you have never done anything with us just to talk more about this we we talk about all these things fasting and what we eat what we drink how we move our bodies all these things that matter Um, But go try our free seven-day detox at revelationwellness.org. It's right there on the homepage. It'll say freebies or a slider will go by saying uh, seven days of training with us. Do the free seven-day detox. Um, And then finally, again, our ultimate joy and delight is to raise up disciples who take this message out into a world that is searching for all these programs and all this noise to feel better about who we are and what we're living for when we were always meant for love, by love, for freedom. Helping people love God, get healthy, be whole and love others. That's what we do here. All right, thanks for hanging out on this Thursday afternoon. You guys enjoy it and we'll see you next week or another time soon for our live streams. Share this with somebody. Share it right now or tag someone's name. All right, you guys, see you later. Peace.